Proof-thickened windows smeared out his exact words, as if they needed to hear, as if they wanted to hear. Same thing street-corner preachers were howling and exhorting from Petersburg to Vladivostok. Time for democracy, long past time for capitalism. Communism was an embarrassing failure that needed to be flushed down the toilet of history with all the other old faulty ideas. Just rally around Boris. Let's send Gorby and the last of his wrinkly old apparatchiks packing. His boss cracked a wrinkled knuckle and asked softly, So what do I tell Gorbachev? Tell him he's an idiot. Tell him he ruined everything. He already knows that. Then tell him to eat a bullet, Ivan Yotskoy wanted to say. Better yet, do us all a big favor. Shove him out the window and have that spot-headed idiot produce a big red splat in the middle of Red Square. Future historians would adore that punctuation point. Sergei Golitsyn, deputy director of the KGB, glowered and cracked another knuckle. He cared less for what this idiot thought. Tell me you finally found where Yeltsin's money is coming from. Okay. We have. About time. Where? It's a little hard to believe. I'll believe anything these days. Try me. Alex Kanevich. The deputy director gave him a mean look. After a full year of shrugged shoulders, wasted effort, and lame excuses, the triumphant tone in his aide's voice annoyed him. And am I supposed to know this name? he snapped. Well, no, you're not, really. Then tell me about... What's this name? Alex Konevich. Yotskoy stuffed his nose into the thick folder, shuffled a few papers, and withdrew and fixated on one typed sheet. Young, only twenty-two. Born and raised in an obscure village in the Ural Mountains you've never heard of. Both parents are educators. Mother dead, father formerly the head of a small, unimportant college. Alex was a physics student at Moscow University. Yetskoy paused for the reaction he knew was coming. Only twenty-two, his boss commented with a furious scowl. He ran circles around, you idiots. I've got photographs, said Yatskoy, ignoring that outburst. He withdrew a few blown-up eight-by-ten color photos from his thick file and splayed them like a deck of cards before his boss. Golitsyn walked across the room, bent forward, adjusted his rimless glasses, and squinted. The shots were taken close up, by a breathtakingly attractive female agent who had entered Kanevich's office only the day before on the pretext of looking for a job. Olga's specialty was honeypot operations, the luring of victims into the sack for entrapment or the value of their pillow talk. She could do shy Japanese schoolgirls, a kittenish vixen, the frosty teacher in need of a role reversal, a doctor, a nurse, a wild cowgirl... Whatever men lusted after in their most flamboyant yearnings, Olga could be it, and then some. Olga had never been turned down. Not once, ever. A top-to-bottom white blonde, 
She had gone in attired in an aggressively short skirt, low-cut blouse, not too low, though, and braless. Olga had pitch-perfect intuition about these things, no reason to doubt her instincts now. Demure, not slutty, she had artfully suggested. A few tactful hints, but sledgehammers were to be avoided. Alex Kanevich was a successful businessman after all. Office games were the play of the day. A miniature broadcasting device had been hidden in her purse, and every chance she had, she snapped pictures of him with the miniature camera concealed inside her bracelet. Yutskoy reached into his folder and withdrew a tape recorder. The cassette was preloaded and ready to roll. Olga, he mentioned casually, requiring no further introduction. She was instructed merely to get a job and learn more about him. If some...